节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. <music> President Tsai Ing-wen has thanked Taiwan's obstetricians and gynecologists as Taiwan marks International Women's Day. Economics Minister Shen Rongjin says the number three natural gas receiving terminal will be completed on schedule. And Cardinal Fernando Filoni says that while only 17 countries recognize Taiwan, the island's unofficial ties with other countries carry significance. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen has thanked Taiwan's obstetricians and gynecologists as Taiwan marks International Women's Day. On Friday, Tsai met with members of the International Federation of Gynecology and Obstetrics at the presidential office. She thanked members of Taiwan's OBGYN Association for caring for Taiwan's mothers and children. She said that in 2017, the death rate of women during pregnancy and childbirth fell to 9.8 in 10,000. She thanked the association for offering valuable advice to the government. The association was involved in drawing up a malpractice statute protecting doctors from unreasonable lawsuits. Tsai said this has helped improve the doctor-patient relationship in Taiwan's hospitals. Tsai also thanked the association for using medicine to boost Taiwan's international profile. The president promised that the government will gradually increase the payouts it gives to OBGYNs handling critical cases, bringing them up to a more reasonable level. Tsai said that Taiwan is devoted to protecting the rights of women and children and to concern for women's rights around the world. She said Taiwan will continue to promote gender equality, increase women's power, and bring about better outcomes for both women and OBGYNs. She said she hopes the International Federation of Gynecology and Obstetrics will continue speaking out for Taiwan on the global stage. President Tsai Ing-wen says that Taiwan leads Asia when it comes to gender equality in the workplace. In a Facebook post marking International Women's Day, Tsai said a World Bank report shows that Taiwan is outperforming other Asian countries. After examining women's rights in eight categories, the report gave Taiwan an overall gender equality score of 91 out of 100. Tsai urged women not to be confined by restrictions imposed on them. She said the world has changed, and more and more women are breaking boundaries and achieving remarkable things. Tsai is Taiwan's first female president. She urged women from all walks of life to strive for excellence. The government statistics office says that if a UN formula were applied to Taiwan, Taiwan would rank eighth in the world in terms of gender equality. However, this doesn't mean that the situation for Taiwanese women is always ideal. On International Women's Day, the health ministry held a campaign aiming to break down stereotypes about women. How much does Vice Premier Chen Qimai know about women in today's Taiwan? On Friday, he and a local internet celebrity put themselves to the test. To mark International Women's Day, they played a game in which they had to correctly answer questions about women to advance. The game is part of Rights in the Right Way, a campaign organized by the health ministry to reject stereotypes about women. Chen said that the Me Too movement started in 2017 made quite an impact through the internet. But he said that the internet is also still used to objectify women. 
Chen said the government must implement gender equality education and join the public in examining real-world instances of gender inequality. Chen used public restrooms for women as an example, saying they are not designed to accommodate a large number of women in a short period of time. Jake Chen, RTI News. Construction of the number three natural gas receiving terminal will finish by 2023 as planned. That was the word from the economics minister Shen Rongjin on Friday. State-owned petroleum company CPC proposed the construction plan for the terminal last year. The plan has since been mired in setbacks and controversy. Many environmental groups protested against the plan, saying it could cause severe damage to the local ecosystem. Lawmakers also worry that increased usage of natural gas to generate electricity could drive up the cost of power. The government has made several changes in the final plan, including cutting the terminal's area from over 200 hectares to just 23 hectares. Many questions about the plan remain unanswered. These include whether the terminal will help boost the proportion of natural gas in the energy mix to 50% by 2019, and if it will affect electricity prices. Cardinal Fernando Filoni says that while only 17 countries recognize Taiwan, the island's unofficial economic, social, and cultural ties with other countries carry significance. Filoni was speaking during an interview with Vatican Radio on Thursday. The Vatican is one of the 17 countries that maintain diplomatic ties with Taiwan. The cardinal was in Taiwan last week to attend the 2019 Eucharistic Congress of Taiwan, which was sponsored by the Taiwan-based Chinese Regional Bishops Conference. During the interview, Filoni said he would not describe Taiwan's situation as one of isolation. He suggested that Taiwan find its own path through dialogue. Filoni said that although Catholics make up only one percent of Taiwan's population, they have established several reputable medical and educational institutions. The Taipei City Hospital says that five of its nursing home residents infected with the influenza A virus are now recovering. A cluster outbreak of Type A influenza began at the Taipei City Hospital's nursing home earlier this week. Six residents developed a fever, and five of them have been confirmed to be infected with the influenza A virus. A hospital staff member says. The five residents will soon recover. The staff member says the hospital is working to uncover the source of the infection, which may have been brought in by visiting family and friends. To prevent the spread of the flu, the hospital has already given pre-exposure medication to residents, medical staff, and other workers. It will continue monitoring the situation until next Friday. Health authorities are urging people to avoid hospital visits if they develop flu-like symptoms. Paula Chow, RTI News. Taiwan's temples are home to some truly gigantic turtles—turtles turtles that can weigh up to several metric tons. Temple devotees eat them as a dessert. These aren't the kinds of turtles you can find in nature, though. Across Taiwan, there's a tradition of building giant edible turtles using ingredients like glutinous rice and sugar. They're known as peace turtles in Chinese, and are often commissioned by temple goers as a thank you to the gods for a prayer that's been answered. Taiwan has seen plenty of these turtles over the years, but none have been quite like a real whopper recently built at a temple in Nantou County. The turtle weighs in at over 13,000 kilograms. Some are calling this turtle Taiwan's heaviest. The price tag for all this is just as humongous as the turtle itself, 
1 million NT dollars, or 32,000 US dollars. Four local tea farmers have split the bill to thank one god on the occasion of his birthday. John Van Trieste, RTI News. A record number of Chinese tourists visited the outlying island of Jinmen on the second day of the Lunar New Year holiday. That's according to figures from the Jinmen County government released on Friday. Jinmen County consists of two groups of islands off China's southeast coast. The county is administered by Taiwan. In 2000, Taiwan's government opened the Mini Three Links, which allowed residents of Taiwan's offshore islands to travel by sea and send mail across the Taiwan Strait, as well as do business with residents of the other side. Figures from the Jinmen County government show that the number of incoming Chinese tourists passing through the Mini Three Links has been on the rise in recent years. That's despite the political standoff between the two sides of the Taiwan Strait. Last year, Chinese tourists were the fastest-growing group of visitors to the county, growing by more than 13%. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English-language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.